Section 21 of A Traveller's Narrative Written to illustrate the episode of the Bob This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater A Traveller's Narrative Written to illustrate the episode of the Bob by abdul baha abbas translated by edward granville brown section twenty one at all events in the beginning of the year one thousand two hundred and eighty five a h they transferred baha'u'llah and all those persons who were with him from adrianople to the prison of akkal and mirza Yahyao to the fortress of famagusta and there they remained note according to nabil's chronological poem baha'u'llah and his companions left adrianople on the twentieth of rabi two a h twelve eighty five august tenth a d eighteen sixty eight and reached acre on the twelfth of jemaldi one august thirty first end note but in persia after a while sundry persons who were discerning in matters notable for wise policy and aware and cognizant of the truth of the earlier and later events made representation before the presence of his majesty the king saying quote, what has hitherto been reported related asserted and alleged concerning this sect in the royal presence was either an exaggeration or else the speakers fabricated statements with a view to their own individual designs and the attainment of personal advantages if so be that his majesty the king will investigate matters in his own noble person it is believed that it will become clear before his presence that this sect have no worldly object nor any concern with political matters the fulcrum of their motion and rest and the pivot of their caste and conduct is restricted to spiritual things and confined to matters of conscience it has nothing to do with the affairs of government nor any concern with the powers of the throne its principles are the withdrawal of veils the verification of signs the education of souls the reformation of characters the purification of hearts and illumination with the gleams of enlightenment that which befits the kingly dignity and beseems the world ordering diadem is this that all subjects of every class and creed should be the objects of bounty and should abide in the utmost tranquillity and prosperity under the wide shadow of the king's justice for the divine shadow is the refuge of all the dwellers upon earth and the asylum of all mankind it is not limited to one party in particular the true nature and real doctrine of this sect have now become evident and well known 
all their writings and tracts have repeatedly and frequently fallen into our hands and are to be found preserved in the possession of the government if they be perused the actual truth and inward verity will become clear and apparent these pages are entirely taken up with prohibitions of sedition recommendations of upright conduct amongst mankind obedience submission loyalty conformity and acquisition of laudable qualities and encouragements to become endowed with praiseworthy accomplishments and characteristics they have absolutely no reference to political questions nor do they treat of that which could cause disturbance or sedition under these circumstances a just government can find no excuse and possess no pretext for further persecuting this sect except a claim to the right of interference in thought and conscience which are the private possessions of the heart and soul and as regards this matter there has already been much interference and countless efforts have been made what blood has been shed what heads have been hung up thousands of persons have been slain thousands of women and children have become wanderers or captives many are the buildings which have been ruined and how many noble races and families have become headless and homeless yet naught has been effected and no advantage has been gained no remedy has been discovered for this ill nor any easy salve for this wound to ensure freedom of conscience and tranquillity of heart and soul is one of the duties and functions of government and is in all ages the cause of progress in development and ascendancy over other lands other civilized countries acquired not this preeminence nor attained unto these high degrees of influence and power till such time as they put away the strife of sects out of their midst and dealt with all classes according to one standard all are one people one nation one species one kind the common interest is complete equality justice and equality amongst mankind are amongst the chief promoters of empire and the principal means to the extension of the skirt of conquest from whatever section of earth's denizens signs of contentiousness appear prompt punishment is required by a just government while any people who girds up the loins of endeavour and carries off the ball of priority is deserving of royal favours and worthy of splendid and princely gifts times are changed and the need and fashion of the world are changed interference with creed and faith in every country causes manifest detriment while justice and equal dealing towards all peoples on the face of the earth are the means whereby progress is effected 
it is right to exercise caution and care with regard to political factions and to be fearful and apprehensive of materialist sects for the subjects occupying the thoughts of the former are designs of interference in political matters and desire of ostentation while the actions and conduct of the latter are subversive of safety and tranquillity but this sect are steadfast in their own path and firmly established in conduct and faith they are pious devoted tenacious and consistent in such sort that they freely lay down their lives and after their own way seek to please god they are strenuous in effort and earnest in endeavour they are the essence of obedience and most patient in hardship and trouble they sacrifice their existence and raise no complaint or cry what they utter is in truth the secret longing of the heart and what they seek and pursue is by the direction of a leader it is therefore necessary to regard their principles and their chief and not to make a trivial thing a pretext now since the conduct of the chief the teachings of his epistles and the purport of his writings are apparent and well known the line of action of this sect is plain and obvious as the sun of whatever was possible and practicable by ways of discouragement determent eradication intimidation reprehension slaughter banishment and stripes there was no lack yet nothing was thereby affected in other countries when they perceived severity and persecution in such instances to be identical with stimulation and incitement and saw that paying no attention was more effectual they abated the fire of revolution therefore did they universally proclaim the equal rights of all denominations and sounded the liberty of all classes from east to west this clamour and outcry this uproar and conflagration are the consequences of instigation temptation incitement and provocation for thirty years there has been no rumour of disturbance or rebellion nor any sign of sedition notwithstanding the duplication of adherence and the increase and multiplication of this body through many admonitions and encouragements to virtue this sect are all in the utmost repose and stability they have made obedience their distinctive trait and in extreme submissiveness and subordination are the loyal subjects of the king on what lawful grounds can the government further molest them or permit them to be slighted end of section twenty one